0: Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. I am your host Viz, and tonight we are joined by Vernon Wells, Devaney Pin, and writer-director Kelton Jones. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. The movie that all three of these guys are made together is called *Of the Devil* and it is coming out August 9th on DVD and digital. So again, thank you all for being here. You guys doing all okay?
1: Doing great.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: So let's just get right to it. I wanna first uh, give a very happy shout out belated birthday to Devony, whose birthday is being celebrated tonight, but it was actually <laughs> yesterday. Happy birthday. I hope you're having a great one. So let's get started and talk about the movie, Of the Devil. Kelton, I want to start with you. Uh, As the writer of the film, uh, what did you want to make unique about this story for, from the standpoint of possession, exorcism, that the audience has seen plenty of times, what was it that you wanted to make your own?
1: Um, that's a good question. Uh, the, originally, the, the, the project came to me through James Cullen Bresick, who's uh, a friend of ours and a, a great writer. And he had the story uh, uh, treatment out. And so he asked me if I'd be interested in writing it and, and directing it. And uh, And I, I looked at the elements of it and what he had. And I was like, this is really interesting and a really interesting opportunity to tell what to me is kind of a family drama story. Kind of the the idea that, like, you know, kind of the real demons we have to exercise are those within our own lives. You know, and yeah. and so dealing with a lot of family issues, dealing with you know uh, dementia and the idea of a lost child and, and grief. Um, I, I think those are very powerful, powerful subjects. Um, and and they're they're subjects that I'm very close to. Uh, my my sister recently passed from cancer, so she was actually terminal when I was writing it and we were making I'm the so film. Sorry uh thank you thank you. and my my mother-in-law uh passed recently as well and wow. and so like a lot of of the themes that we were exploring in the movie were real things that we were experiencing in real life and, and to me you know real horror is what you live through every day you yeah. know much more so than what we imagine
0: absolutely real life is a lot more scarier than anything that can come up in movies now vernon you uh have had a legendary career still ongoing uh, you've appeared in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the the Mad Max movie Roadrunner. Uh, what was it about Father? Road what? Road Warrior. Road Warrior. That yes, Mad Max. Yes. My apologies. Uh, what was it about Father Bennett in Of the Devil that particularly attracted you to the role?
2: Um. I think what attracted me mostly to the role in the start was that it was something I'd never done before. Playing a priest, I had—I uh, I was always the one priests were trying to um, get away from, them, not the one that was uh, trying to be a priest. So it—it it was kind of an interesting um, change for me to uh, be a priest, helping and trying to to destroy the devil, which. I really enjoyed. I mean, I uh, had so much fun on it. It was just a good time from start to finish for me. I don't know about everybody else, but I was having a good time kicking
0: ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Devani, you have like 80 plus credits uh, to your name, predominantly in the horror genre. What were your thoughts on Kelton's script once you got it?
3: Um. Well, I had uh, been aware of the project being put together also through our friend, James Brassic, And um, we actually, the whole team here had um, just come off of a different movie. And um, I don't know, again, how they felt about it, but I, I just loved the team so much. It was so much passion and um, creativity and talent. Um, in this little group. And so the next thing they were putting together was this story. And um, I don't like to double dip. I try to do literally something for everyone within the horror genre, because I love it. So I try to do every subgenre, every kind of niche and cranny. And I had recently done um, an exorcism film. So mm-hmm. I normally would not have hopped on another one so, so soon, but um, I thought the script was smart and um played to the elements that you expect from the genre but Mm -hmm. also fresh to it and that's really important to me um and then more than anything it's it's trusting your director and and your team behind it and after having just worked with kelton um i could not wait to get back in bed with him again, so to speak. <laughs> I definitely, anything that he was going to do, I was absolutely, you know, going to support him and, and thrilled to be a part of it. And so it just so happened this movie happened to be good too. <laughs> so that was a
0: <laughs> Well, that brings up an interesting uh, question for you, Kelton. Uh, because you were had such a great relationship, working relationship uh, with Devaney, did uh did you make her role just was it an add on role because Devaney's role in the film is not that big so was it an an addition just for you guys to work together again?
1: Um, a, a little bit. I th- there were roles that I was aware that I wanted to bring in people and and I had just worked with with actually both of them on uh, on Frost, which was a phenomenal film, and uh and I saw you know. Vernon and I saw Devney working together and they had these great scenes where they were playing father and and daughter and and really got to see what they're capable of as actors like they were so like sincere and grounded and and just brilliant to to work with that Mm -hmm. I was like I really want to work with both of them and and I I didn't actually write the scene specifically for her but I absolutely would have and I think on the next one, like, I want to make her a much bigger role because, like, the, the day that, that we got to work with her was just great. She just came in and she nailed it and, and uh, just such an, an amazing professional.
0: Now, staying with you, Kelton, the film starts off with this nightclub scene that it evolves into this uh, horrific nightmare. Uh, what was your thinking with uh, starting off the story in that manner and how it relates to the rest of the story?
1: Um, well, that's the, um, it's sort of the life cycle of the, the, the butterfly that, that sort of plays through the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of the, the beginning life cycle so that it's given to the girl as a worm and in, in her shot glass and then it incubates. So there's a little bit of like, of, uh, the idea of, of, of mothers and children, you know, like that's a big theme throughout is, is, is motherhood, um. And so it was a bit of that idea of, of you know, the, the pain of childbirth and the idea of having this sort of like parasitic being inside you that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you grow to love in some weird way. Anyway, it was a, it was a, there was a lot of things in there that, that I was kind of playing with, but uh, it also just seemed like kind of a cool way to sort of get us into the world.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Vernon, you play, like I said before, Father Bennett. It's not the first time you played a character by the name of Bennett, by the way. (laughs) Uh, What kind of backstory did you build uh, for father Bennett in relation regarding your, your character and Ben played by uh, Jonathan Stadard. Do you, did you build a backstory as to what their relationship was, how he might've drifted from the church and so on?
2: Um, yeah, I I kind of uh, looked at it that um, with the whole thing with with Ben and and, and that that I had known him since he was young mm-hmm. in the in the whole setup in the church, or, or um, and so I mean my relationship was hit with him was was father and son, but not in the role of of um, actual father, but father, you know, yeah. as a priest. So um, it wasn't that difficult to come up with a... I just looked at all the people I know that are Catholic and have father go to church, do the whole thing, and listen to the horror stories they've got about <laughs> So it was easy for me to come up with a, a definition of where I saw the character, um, which was uh, a lot of fun. As I said, it's, it's interesting for me because it's something I'd never done. Yeah. Um, normally the the guy on the other side of the street, the one that's causing all the trouble, not the one that's trying to fix it. Yeah, And uh, so that was why I, I loved it. And I mean, just having worked with Davini in the worst conditions God ever created in an effing car in freezing weather, um, it was a pleasure to actually work somewhere where I could stay dry um, <laughs> and, and warm as well, as a matter of fact. But um I just enjoyed it. It's it's one of those things where if you bring something to me that I've never done and say, here, I've got a couple of people you love in it, Will you, do you want to do it? And it was, it's an instant yes from me. It's like, yep, I'll do it. Nice. I want to see this. I want to get involved. I want to see where we can go with it. And knowing the people, well, knowing Kelton and also the Benny, it was just.
0: It was a you know, no-brainer. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, Kelton, uh, like we were discussing before we went live, the film ends uh, in a very uh, dramatic way without giving away any spoilers. What is the message that you are trying to convey to convey to the audience as they're watching of the devil in regards to the ending itself? Um, it's hard because that's that's tough
1: to say without getting into spoilers, but. I I think getting back to the idea of of mothers and children, um, at the end of the day, it's like, what would you do to save your child?
0: Yeah. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, And like I said, we can't give away any spoilers, but Kelton, there's a lot that is revealed about Ben in particular in the final eight to 10 minutes of the film. Uh, Was that done intentionally to not really touch on it? In regards to his relationship with the church his separation uh and when the exorcism is going on we don't know if the demon is lying or telling the truth when he's revealing all these secrets uh but was that your intention from the onset uh
1: yes yes uh so with with all of these characters there was a a really involved backstory so like you know for me there was a whole movie for each character that happened before of their past history and um and i'm not a big fan of exposition coming out just for exposition's sake so Mm -hmm. i I like i I like to have the background for the actors so that they have a world that they can build and relationships that they can build because it it affects how everybody interacts with each other. And uh, for that one, like, you know, I felt that that character was largely driven by his own sense of guilt and, um, and his own desires, you know, and and I think he was trying to marry that with his religious beliefs. And and I think it created a lot of conflict for him, but these were conversations that we had with with Jonathan, our our actor for that role
0: yeah, uh, in great detail. Yep. And he did a great job too. Uh, Devaney, uh, like you mentioned, your horror films in the past and, and, and whatnot. And you said you recently done a possession exorcism movie as well. Uh, how do you, how would you describe of the devil being unique and different from roles like you've had in the Dawn, for example, what makes this film different? Um, I I
3: think again, what, what I liked about it is almost the same as the dawn and that is that it kind of takes the genre and the material and what you think is going to happen and put together and kind of twists it on its head mm-hmm. um and i like that and that's something that i look for in a lot of roles that i take on a lot of films that i i agree to be part of is is something you know when you do a lot of horror and you know you know as, as someone who works within it too and is a fan of the genre mm-hmm. you watch a lot of movies and um Something that you can rely on in in the genre is, is formulas. You know, a lot of a lot of movies are formulatic and so there's elements within them that you expect to see and want to see as a horror fan. But then, you know, if if it stays too close to that, then there's you get jaded. You get bored. Um, you don't want to go on that journey again. Yeah. So the challenge is to deliver on the classic elements that your audience is here to see, mm-hmm. and also keep them keep them invested and in guessing well enough that they want to go on this ride with you. Exactly. And I think that's what this movie does really well.
0: Yep. Uh, and Kelton, uh, Devon, it brings up a good point. Would you describe yourself as the type of writer director? that takes the cliches, the formulas, as Devaney just explained, throw them out the window and just put your own spin on things?
1: Uh, to a certain degree. So I, I think, you know, like like there's horror tropes and there's things that, that as Devaney's saying, there's things that, that we love about the genre. And and I'm a true genre fan. I grew up watching horror movies in the theaters and whatnot. And so, you know, like, like a lot of the stuff we have seen before um, – and, and so it becomes like, how do you how do you make those things interesting again? How do you make them so that they make sense for the story? You mm-hmm. know, so a, a lot of times you'll see they're kind of tacked into movies in order to get a, cha- a scare or to get a, a thing. But but to actually create a reason for it, a, a reason why it's coming out of this world that you've created. Um, it's kind of a fun challenge. That's nice. And to,
3: and to be organic too, to mm-hmm. make you know make those fresh elements not only happen but fit within your story, and and that's what I love about Kelton. Kelton is both a fan and a very talented storyteller, and I think that comes across in this movie.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, Vernon, yeah. Uh, yeah. go on.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I think. The, the, the thing in it for me was that it was a redemption story for the three leads in their own way, that it was a redemption story for me, a redemption story for the boy, and a redemption story for his father. Wow. Yeah, um, and we were all trying in our own way to redeem ourselves from something that um, we considered not good in our past.
0: Yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense. Uh, Especially in Catholicism, where, you know, so many things are not talked about, considered sin and whatnot. Now, Vernon, uh, working with Kelton in regards to Father Bennett, did you have a lot of leeway to explore the character the way you wanted to? Uh, Did Kelton allow
2: you that creative freedom? Do I have to tell him, Kelton? (laughs) Whatever you
1: want
2: to say. Uh, No, Kelton was wonderful. I think basically what he would do is when I walked on the set, he would go, "Okay, off you go." It was like he knew where I was going. It was we really had from day one we had a great rapport because I mean you know spend enough time with your butt freezing off, you get to love people. Um,
3: So we. Well, in all fairness, that was not Kelton's movie. That was Frost, the one we did before. Um, spoiler alert about cold conditions. So, so yes, okay, sorry, continue, Vernon. That's
2: okay. <laughs> I'm talking about you mostly. But um, <laughs> um, it, was, it was great because he did, yes, he did allow me a lot of freedom to express myself. But I, I never go any further than um, I feel. character would go or that i I think the director wants and i talk about everything i do um to the director because i don't really feel that i should be the one going in there and carrying on like a bloody prima donna Um, i'm still an actor and i want to be told what to do by a director that's my whole thing and so just having the setup and knowing the characters fine but then it's nice to have the director say okay let's do it this way Um, can we do it again and do it like that I love it. I think it's great. I mean, as DeVinny knows, when we were freezing our ass off, I was the one having so much fun in the snow. It was just great. Out
0: of curiosity, um, how cold was it?
2: It was bloody cold, just so you
3: know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure I would love to come back um again and, and talk more about um that one. Because uh, we were all we all spent a lot of time together in a small space in cold conditions. For that, um, it was it was up in the mountains um, of California um, in the winter, the dead of winter, and to top it off, of course, um, you know it only snowed part of the time, so we had to use um, you know augmented elements like yeah. um, like dish soap and and foam and such to continue the look. And in the winter, when you're sopping wet from those things and having to film for hours outside it's it was
0: oh man it sounds treacherous
3: ridiculous (laughs) but but again that's one of those things where i think you know you really either start to love or hate your team and we you know we kind of all side at each other and then we're like we're gonna make this happen and um and that was the foundation i think for a really awesome working relationship both with and kelton
0: that is great uh kelton being an actor yourself would you describe yourself?
2: That, I think it was um, on, on all, all the films, on both films, um, of the devil on that one, that that relationship that you form with people is mm-hmm. what defines how the characters are going to go. I mean, it Absolutely. really does. It's, it can't be pushed. It can't be something that you try to bring. It has to be a natural part of mm-hmm. and an extension of what you're playing. And Or it doesn't work. And, you know, sometimes you hit the right people, you get wonderful things, and, you know, the two people above you I've had a great relationship with. Um, the Benny forgets to tell you one thing, that we um, wandered around through the snow, and I won't talk about that film too much, but we wandered around through the snow, and she was eight months pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, and she had goodness. me scared, epping, shitless, I was <laughs> quite so worried about her. It was like, and I think that comes through because that's that was the character. So you know, and the same thing in in the other one, I in playing on the of the devil, uh, he's trying to redeem. Yeah, and I completely and, and I com- he doesn't quite know how.
0: Yeah, and I completely agree with you. What happens off camera and the chemistry between the actors, it definitely shows when the director yells action now kelton being an actor yourself uh would you call yourself like an actor's director i mean it's important as a director who's been an actor to know what the actors have to go through so is that something you would call yourself an actor's director
1: I, I like to think so. I mean, that, that's always my main concern. Uh, and even as a cinematographer, I was a cinematographer on, on the other film. Um, I, I always am there to get the performance right. To, so for, for me, like, I'm less concerned about the cool shot. I'm more concerned about the meaning of the shot. You know, I'm more concerned about making sure that the actors have a place where they can create the, the imaginative world that we all are pulled into. Um, and, and so I, I do the best that I can to stay out of the way as much as I can. And, and I I think of myself more as an actor's writer, um, that I try to give them, um, within the dialogue, within the script, I give them places to explore because that's part of the fun of, of acting is, is is the decoding. You know, it's almost right. like a puzzle. When you get a script or a play or whatever, you're you're trying to find the subtext and the stories and and the hints to a whole backstory that you'll never talk about, but you know, you know, you yeah. feel. And so, trying to hide those little Easter eggs, you know, for the actors to find is is part of the fun of the writing for me. What's and that? so. Um, a lot of times when you're shooting it's just about clarification you know like if someone has a question or whatever but really like what they bring is what i want to get you know so like i don't want them to go like oh this is how i imagined it i want you to do this I, i i want them to bring what 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 their experience and their beliefs and their interpretation uh, brings to the character
0: like that famous saying goes seventy uh, 70 of directing is casting and then just right. get out of the actor's way uh exactly uh Divini, <laughs> as your career progresses would you like to explore more characters outside of the horror genre uh or are you just such a huge horror fan that you are perfectly content staying in horror and just doing that
3: uh, I so I seek out um, the horror genre. I think a lot of people, and I'm sure you know, because you you talk to you know a ton of people on here. Um, a lot of people use use the genre as a stepping stone uh, or an entry point to something else. And I'm exactly the opposite. I've had lots of opportunities to pursue other kinds of material, and uh, I like the darkness. Frankly, like I'll veer off a little bit, I'll do some action, I'll do some sci-fi and thriller type stuff. But but ultimately it has to be dark material because I think and you know, and Kelton talked a little bit about this, that's where the meat and potatoes for actors are. Yeah. There's no Patients, there's you can play things that are non-human you can play things on other planets you can you know you can dive into extremes which mm-hmm. you know i think of an actor if you play somebody who's you know going to an office there's only so many you have to stay yeah. within a little you know what i mean and yeah. you know if you, but when you put somebody into a life or death situation or into a survival point or something where they have to overcome a giant obstacle which is often found in this darker material um there's so many things that you have to tap into as an actor um primal emotions um uh revaluing what life is, what it means to you, what you did within it. There's just so much, so many layers that go into the horror genre. Yeah. And I it's not something that you usually get a lot of credit for as an actor. You know, you don't you don't hear about tons of amazing performances. There's always a couple that, you know, over the years and over the decades are standout performances. But overall, you know, it's not somewhere that that's necessarily championed. Um, but as nice. I progress in my career and as I continue that's what I want to change. I want, you know, actors in the genre, like Vernon said, froze his ass off on top of a mountain, you know, trying to survive. Uh, you know, performing an exorcism. These are like extreme, really intensive performances that deserve respect especially from veteran actors such and as recognition, himself recognition yeah recognition and appreciation is um for for the people who make these projects not just uh the fan base cuz that's the other part of it is genre fans are the best in the world oh yeah i I, I want, to I, want to, I want to be here forever and i want to be part of them forever
0: I absolutely agree right. we're out of time but i want to ask vernon the last question I was amazed, Vernon, looking on IMDb, the amount of upcoming projects that you have. Mm -hmm. You are a very busy, busy man. Um, Isn't it amazing? Uh, Out of all those projects, some are listed as filming, some of them announced pre-production, post-production. Uh, Do you see yourself slowing down at any time, or you're just going to go and go until you just can't go anymore?
2: Um, Yeah, actually, I slow down. That's like the four days between films. Um, (laughs) I seriously... Uh, just very quickly when I first started in this business which was a few years ago (laughs) I made a promise to myself the first time I actually woke up at four o'clock in the morning to get up to go to set and went oh crap I just want to go back to bed that was it it was finished because to me acting is not a job acting is something I love and the minute it becomes a job I don't want to do it so until that happens And um, I don't care when, it could be in the next 40 years for all I care. I am going to continue doing it because what I love is now, and I think Davini would probably back me up on this, I probably would never have been cast into her film if I hadn't got to the point I'd got to that they could see what would happen if I did it. (laughs) <laughs> now to me, that's the whole point of continuing on in your career is yeah. that you are able to get to a point where people go, Oh shit. He can do that. I mean, I think Kelton had the same thought. He would make a great fallen priest. All because I had got to that point I'd kept working and I'm gonna keep working. I just
1: it's that's it's ridiculous.
2: Boring. I've got nine films coming out yeah. the next months i i just go uh, okay i have no clue leave me alone bless you <laughs> bless you that is
0: absolutely amazing i want to thank all three of you this has been a fascinating interview again guys the movie is called of the devil it is coming out on div on uh, dvd and digital kelton is it also coming out on video on demand as well or just dvd digital
1: um, probably. I'm not sure. The, uh, okay. the distributor sort of makes all those decisions. Okay. So. <laughs>
0: but it's definitely coming out on DVD and digital uh, available in one week from today on August 9th. Check it out. It's a uh, possession exorcism story with a twist, something that is fresh that Kelton brought to the table. Again, thank you uh to all three of you for coming on here and sharing your stories i want to thank our audience those who are tuning in and watching this live and those of them who'll be watching this later on on behalf of divany kelton and vernon thank you stay safe and stay walking good night everybody
3: thank
2: you